Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening. It is here that all are invited to this happy place where the young and young at heart can explore, laugh, and listen together. Get ready as the magic awaits you like never before. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Reaching out, touching me, touching you. What's up, everyone, and Jumbo? Welcome to the Happiest Podcast on Earth, episode 21. We're going to talk about all your latest Disney news that was announced over the past week. We will talk World Showcase. We're going to rank World Showcase uh, and continue our series on ranking all the lands within all four parks. So super excited for that. I love the World Showcase, so can't wait to get started on that. Other than that, I'm joined here by Hunter Hazen. Hey, hey, Bruce Pfeiffer. Jumbo, Jumbo, guys. AJ Mulholland. Hello, hello. And myself, Jarrett Fenema. We're looking forward to talking to you all. Hopefully, you're looking forward to listening. Let's get started. Let's Disney News. It. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about this part. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing is new with this. Hunter's uh, well, just hoping to skip over the 10-minute Disney News. Was it this week that they announced the Rise of the Resistance opening yes. date, or was that last week? Yes, I have that on here. Rise of the so, Resistance. Bam. That's right. Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance. I'm telling you still, I think I said it maybe last. I don't know. I haven't said it yet on here, but... Uh, by far, I think I've been looking forward to this attraction more than any other attraction. They say it's going to be the craziest attraction you've ever seen in your life. Um, just insane. So it is. It, it has been announced. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's opening December 5th in Star Wars Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World. January 17th, 2020 in Disneyland. So uh, you Floridians out there, you get to see it first. Hunter, couple. Up? couple things on it oh let me turn my mic down there all right hey, we're, we're back in. coming in live. live we'll do it live all right a couple <laughs> things on that <laughs> um so the ride itself it's going to be one of those trackless ride systems that's going to be like on uh, mickey's runaway railroad and that kind of stuff coming in but a couple interesting features uh, most people know that it's already going to have a couple uh life-size atats um but prior to getting on your ride vehicle, you're going to enter a life-size uh, Star Destroyer hangar is mm. what the story is. And you're going That's to unreal. You're going to end up being face-to-face with 60 uh, Stormtrooper, fully like audio animatronic. Like they're Ooh. right there. I, I heard that in the rumor mill. So hope, that I would be pretty sweet. That, that just makes me You round a corner and you get all these stormtroopers looking at you like Han Solo running through the tunnels. But, That's uh, going to give me like, goosebumps. Oh, I yeah. feel like I'll get major goosebumps. Fine. It's like you just see it and it's actually there and it's not just a 3D screen looking <laughs> at you. But it's going to have that. And then you're going to end up going into an elevator in your ride vehicle. And it may have a drop sequence, might not have a drop sequence. Oh. I'm not sure. So it's gonna ha- it's gonna be how you like go to the second level of the Star Destroyer into like the corridors and stuff like that. So a couple cool. things oh, on the rumor mill, gosh. but Dude, yeah, they're they're thinking like since it's so advanced, that's why they're having to push it back because they're pretty much having to figure out 
the technology to make it happen, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that just gets me even more excited. So looking forward to that. I am, I'm very thrilled. (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, so again, the dates are December 5th, which is actually Walt's birthday. Well, it was Walt's birthday. It was Walt's birthday, December 5th. So it opens December 5th in Walt Disney World, January 17th, 2020 in Disneyland. So there's that. Cool. Good news. Thank you, Hunter. AJ or Bruce, do you have anything for me? I actually do. So it was actually just announced today that the hard opening of the gondolas here at Walt Disney World is going to be September 29th. And I say hard opening because there's also been a lot of rumors about quote unquote soft opening, which is where a few of the ports will open, but not all of them. So maybe that'll happen. I hope it does. They've been running a lot down here. Like pretty much every time I go down to the parks, they're running at full speed Mm. and they're insane. And now they're all uncovered full speed ahead. And now they're all uncovered, so it's actually really cool to see all the designs. There's a lot of, like, some of my favorite movies. There's even attractions that are featured. It's really cool. I'm excited. <laughs> That'll be cool. They usually do a soft opening, so that is a good call. I'll bet you they do open it maybe a little earlier than that, but you're right. The hard opening will be September 29th. That'll be here before you know it. Good time. Still not, like, crazy yeah. excited, but I think it'll be fun. Pretty Pretty soon. I'm excited the, for the nothing else than the AC that they don't have yeah. in the It'll Quote be the unquote. new way, new way to get around. Here we you know, go. That's what they're saying about the monorail. Oh, it's gonna suck and blah blah blah. But just wait. I love for the, the monorails. <laughs> All right, Bruce, you have anything for us? I do have one thing. That's um, my boy. So there seems to be a permit that was filed um, to confirm that Disney will be building a walkway from the Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom. Oh crap! Yeah, Damn. I forgot. Which we did talk about that yes, in one of our first episodes. It. That it is very deceiving on that walkway. And in this moment, I would love if Corey could throw in a little audio oh. for us from that one episode of Hunter getting <laughs> so mad. Listen, that's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Get on the heel toe express and walk from the Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom. Mm. Did you Bam. say the heel toe express? Heel toe express. Oh, he <laughs> loves the heel toe. The Heel Toe Express. I love that so much. <laughs> um, good news. Yeah, I, I totally forgot to write that down, but I did see it. Because who was it? Was it Hunter? Was it you or Mitch? Yeah. That po- yeah. No, that's, that's, oh. the, that's the dirtiest trick Disney's ever pulled on anyone ever, is <laughs> making a nice lighting. For the people that don't know. So while you still can, uh, go ahead and take the path to the right as you exit the Magic Kingdom and walk on over to the Grand Floridian. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, it stops. Like seven eighths of the way there because there's a canal that's like six feet wide that they didn't want to build a bridge over so now we're getting a bridge now you can walk i'm gonna be parking at the ttc and just sprinting my way through the polynesian the grand down the pathway be the first one at the gate I'm gonna beat the monorail classic I'm, gonna beat the monorail. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm just gonna be i'm gonna be literally lining up at the grand and i'm gonna get into foot races with the monorail i'm gonna see see if i can I beat would it one to day see that all right. Well, I'll take all, right. all the proceeds. Doctor of the Hilltop Express. <laughs> Express. Classic. Trademarked. Trademarked by Bruce. Um, all right. Cool. So then I do have other news. Uh, let's see. The Play Disney Parks app. Uh, you can actually now 
I don't get this either. So you can, you ride like certain attractions and complete like achievements in the Play yeah. the Parks app. I've never that. done it, it's really fun. but they said you can now purchase pins um, that after you complete them, you get to like purchase the pins and basically show that you achieved these. What's the point of purchasing it? You should like win that if you. There's no point except for the fact that it's another way for Disney they're gonna make money. money. Yeah, so I think and it was like Pirates Haunted Mansion and I forget the other. Space one. Mountain has a game. Toy Story Mania yeah. has a game. I'm not sure how many actually. There's like pins. three different pins, but you can buy either the set or. So that are was. These, are these like real? The are these yeah, real like, pins? Or are they like pins. virtual yeah, they're pins? Real. Oh, you well, can get the virtual cool. pins. There's like a lot of different challenges that you can do. Like I'm obsessed with the space but you, one. But you have to do the challenge to be able to buy them. Yes. Oh yeah, those things are gonna sell out like day two. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. There are new pins. Are be... Any new pins, people want them, and people will buy them online because they don't want to do the Play Disney Parks app, but they just want to buy the pins. <laughs> They'll buy true. it on eBay. Also, for any yeah. of you listeners listening that play the Play Disney app, if any of you guys know where the secret code is in space mountain let your girl know i've been playing that game for like i don't know eight months now and i still cannot find it it's my last <laughs> code that i need and i can't I freaking know. find it i've never really tried it so i don't even really know what's going on with that app honestly it's super fun most of the games are really fun i tried playing with my family but i don't know none of them wanted to play with me so it's fine everything's fine <laughs> everything's fine i'm gonna uh, go sulk in a corner now <laughs> oh, well, well, well. um so August 1st, for all our cast members out there that listen, August 1st is the first official preview for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's a four-hour preview. Uh, they get one guest. Uh, they get to go on Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. And then I think they get to pick between, I think, one of the attract or one of the merchandise shops. But you get four hours basically in the part or in the land. So that's cool. I think it's August 1st through August 16th they get to do that. And then obviously, uh, shortly after that, the whole land opens for everyone. Uh, they did have Blizzard Beach refurb starts September 8th for all you water park people out there. Um, AJ. Hello, hello. She's not here. Yeah, where's Mitch to talk about this? I don't know. Mitch hasn't been here in like a month. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, apparently Blizzard Beach is struggling <laughs> and needs like a ton of refurb. Because usually... I wasn't was sure the reason, but is, do you think that's the case? Yeah, well, usually, so, like, last year when I was at the water parks, I didn't get deployed till October 27th, and then the parks closed down, like, Halloween day, I want to say. But this year, apparently, Blizzard Beach is in dire need of some refurb, and I know, I don't know if this is public knowledge yet, but when I worked there, they had a lot of proposals and a lot of meetings and such for new slides and new additions to the slides, which I know have not been done yet. So, possibly new slides at Blizzard Beach, question mark? Mm. So, we'll see. Love it. Um, so that'll be cool. So it's September 8th. And then I think it's supposed to reopen early 2020. Uh, also real quick, this is the week gang lion King debuts this week. Uh, Are you guys going opening night? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I f wow. I feel like, am I going to be the only one that's going opening night? When's opening night again? I don't even know. Thursday. It's always Thursday night. Uh, um, I work till nine o'clock, so maybe we'll see. Right. Oh, we'll I'm, I'm in a bowling so. tournament Thursday night, so maybe Friday. Oh my god! Okay, old man. Jeez. Yeah, That's... how old are you? Also, Next is bingo. Till nine o'clock, so don't know about that one. <laughs> well, all right, you bums. I'm super stoked. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews. 
which everybody's been super hyped about this movie. Um, I have heard mixed reviews, so we'll see. I have a very positive outlook going into it. Uh, but that starts this week. Um, and then also make sure you check out, just posted our Spider-Man Far From Home review that Hunter, AJ, and myself did a couple days ago. Hey, so please check that out. Um, again, spoiler alert. Uh, there are a lot of spoilers in that review. So I put in the title, made sure nobody can come back on us and say, what the heck, you guys spoiled everything. No, there are a lot of warnings right now telling you there are spoilers. So just be weary of that. Other than that, I don't have any other Disney news. Kind of a cool, chill week when it comes to Disney news. So with that being said, let's get into it. This So we did our Disney breakdown of uh, what what's oh my gosh what land oh yeah we did Tomorrowland last without week. me my gosh Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland last week. that was your choice yeah I know, got and pretty then I bad could be there. AJ chose the land that we were gonna break down and then she didn't I got a migraine us. okay leave me alone I was in pain okay. I feel you <laughs> I'm pretty sure the sound um, of your voice would have sent me over the edge yes <laughs> uh, so we are going to do cue the music. Music, World music, music. Showcase. World Showcase. It's massive. A lot of restaurants, a lot of merchandise, uh, few attractions, a lot of entertainment. So we have a lot to get into when it comes to the World Showcase. I'm excited because I always love walking through the World Showcase. But let's get started. So we're going to break it down again. We're going to talk about you know each land inside the World Showcase. And then we will rate each country that you go to, um, or yeah, rate them one through 10. And then at the end, we will rate overall the World Showcase compared to other lands in all four parts. So did I miss anything, gang? I think that's good. Got it. All right, cool. Uh, So usually people would start in Mexico and loop around all the way to Canada. The normal people. The non-alcoholics of the world. That's not the way I go when I'm at the parks. When I want to drink around the world or just go walk the world showcase, I take a right. I go right to Canada and start that way. So we are going to go from Canada to Mexico. We'll start off. So in Canada, you have an attraction. Oh, Canada. Um, Asterisk. Started. (laughs) (laughs) What? Can't sit down. Oh, oh, womp, womp. no, that's that's why you go left because you end your drinking around the world at O Canada, and whoever is still standing at the end of the show wins. wins. <laughs> and margarita right away, they'll just knock yeah. you on your tail. But anyway, right, so O Canada, October 1st, 1982, it opened. It's about a 14 minute show. It is a Circle Vision 360 degree film starring Martin Short as your narrator. Uh, it takes you through iconic sites of Canada. Um, It also has a song in there from Canadian Idol winner, Eva Avila, who sings Canada, Your Lifetime Journey. Uh, So that's your attraction you have in there. For food and beverage, you have Le Cellier Steakhouse, which is a table service meal that serves lunch and dinner. Um, It's kind of like a cellar themed. It's fine dining, steak, seafood, all that, mostly known for their steak. Uh, Mm -hmm. Reservations are always highly recommended. It doesn't get as busy as it used to. Uh, but it's still very busy. So if you want to eat there, definitely recommended to get a reservation early. Uh, again, it has steak, seafood, 
poutine fries, cheddar soup, salads, and more. So if you're looking for an entree and looking to get like a steak or seafood, you're looking at about $40 to $60 for a meal. So a little more expensive. Poutine is $13 to $15, and there are plenty of maple desserts. Fits. Fits Honestly, that price point you just gave is on the low side. $60? I think that was – 60 was like up there for like one of the higher – I know, but like on the low side for eating there, like I've ate oh, there yeah. before, it was not it was not sixty dollars, and yeah, I wasn't uh, even drinking. Okay, man, y'all. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, go big or go home, my dude. They also, I don't really mention carts and everything like that, but they do have the famous popcorn cart there that has beer, Crown Royal Maple. I always stop there when I want to get a drink. Um, There's an Ottawa Apple drink that all my friends oh. tell me is really good. See, so uh, check that out if you're just looking to kind of stop quick in Canada. There's no entertainment really outside of the attractions. Uh, merchandise, they have Northwest Mercantile. Um, and then they, ha- they do have a beautiful land there where it comes to like, the waterfall, gardens, totem poles. A lot of great like photo opportunities if you uh, are in the They do shows and stuff too. Like they have a band that plays every so often. They all dress like lumberjacks. Are they still, do they still do that? Yeah. Uh, that still there's a, a really uh, cute band right now. Oh, if that's still I think they got canceled. It's still there. I literally was just there like two weeks ago. I was there for O Canada Day and they were performing. I think they oh, that's maybe a week why. and a half ago. Maybe O Canada Oh, Day. it canceled a week and a half ago? No, oh, that's I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't so. So no, that's, I, was, I promise it's been there every Canada. time I've gone to Epcot. So that's what we have for Canada. Um, what do you guys think? Let's see your uh, Bruce. What do you got first? What do you like in Canada? What do you not like? And go ahead and rate the land as a whole compared to the other countries in world showcase so usually i'm one of the people who go the other way around so i start in mexico so by the time i get to canada i'm already messed up oh that a boy i love <laughs> it to tap so top top again. At the, is at the top because i'm almost done so i'd, I'd give it a I'd give it around an eight eight point three really wow so you are in Canada pretty well. Because I'm already I'm already up there by the time I hit Canada. So yeah. So you're like everything seems good when you're that out of it. So have you ever been there sober? Um Canada? No. <laughs> At least you're honest. True. So, so I guess um, that's why it's so great. I have, I guess. So the reason heard. it's a high score is because you wow. don't really remember it after. I have heard um I think his name is Mark Anger and Friends. I think that's the that's the band that's over there from time to time. They're actually pretty good. So I do remember them. But other than that, um, I never, because by the like, I'm literally almost crawling by the time I get to Canada. But yeah, so <laughs> mm. it's about an 8.3 for me. Amazing. Okay. 8.3. Wow. High ranking. All right. Um, AJ, what do you think of Canada? So honestly, Canada is usually a country I just buzz right through. Um, the only reason I'm going to give it a four is because I love Les Leliers and I love their maple popcorn and I've heard their Ottawa apple drink is really good. But other than that, the merchandise is all super cheesy. I don't really like the shows or the attractions, so I'm just going to give it a four. A four. Oof. Rough ranking. Bringing down uh, Bruce's high score. Yeah, all right, Hunter. Uh, I just I just give it a nice round 6.0, you know, barely, uh, barely gets the job done. But I think it's neat. Um, I like the style and I like kind of how it displays, I guess, the culture and the look. You can kind of walk back into Canada and 
feel like you're out of everything else kind of like it mm-hmm. when you get back to the Niagara Falls kind of area and that kind of stuff. And even when you go up the stairs a little bit and walk through the buildings and stuff like that, you kind of feel separated from it. La Cellier is pretty good. Um, kind of a special occasion place, but it is kind of gimmicky because you're in the park and you can go a lot of other places and get a pretty good steak too. So True. I just gave it a 6.0. I think it's pretty solid. I like the way it looks. They decorated it nicely. Cool totem pole. Bam. Cool, cool totem pole. Great photo out. Yeah. Uh, I think Bruce is going to be the only one with like a high ranking here. I had a 5.6. Uh, I think it's mostly because of the land. Like you said, it's kind of a beautiful little like, like the garden and waterfall and all that. And yeah. it is true. Like if you go all the way back there, it's pretty quiet. So it's kind of a nice, a nice like little getaway to like avoid the crowds and stuff. If you just want like peace, peaceful times there, I guess. Um, but overall 5.6, uh, for all my people looking to drink around the world, I recommend the Moosehead Lager at the popcorn stand. Big oh, fan of the Moosehead Lager. Lager. That's what I get every time I start in Canada to start my day. So there you go. Uh, that was my second worst ranking on the list for Ooh. countries. Just a heads up. Uh, so not very high for Canada. Uh, so let's move on. We're going to move on over to the UK. So over at the UK, uh, again, attraction-wise, there are no attractions inside the UK. For food and beverage, you have the Rose and Crown dining room and pub, uh, basically British, British pub style. Uh, the, the Rose and Crown dining room is table service. The, uh, you can also just go to the pub. It's kind of like a bar scene there. Um, so over at the dining room, you can get fish and chips, bangers and mash, shepherd's pie, corned beef. Um, all those items there. They serve full service cocktails, beers, wines, ciders. Uh, for entrees, you're looking at about $20, $25 for an entree, uh, about $10 to $15 for drinks. Uh, you also have on the outside of the Rosen Crown, the old famous Yorkshire County Fish Shop, where you, uh, it's quick service, kind of just a little stand there. It's fish and chips and beer. Basically, most people, they just want the fish and chips because they're so good. Uh, but fish and chips and beer runs you about $12 for fish and chips. Uh, Entertainment-wise, inside the UK, you have the British Revolution. So they pay tribute to a lot of British rock bands, songs from The Who, Queen, Rolling Stones, Beatles, Led Zeppelin. Uh, it's about 30 minutes long per set. Uh, you can also meet Alice from Alice in Wonderland there. Uh, and then they also have the Rosen Crown has a pub musician. Uh, used to be the hat lady, I think is what she used to be called, but uh, not called anymore. So she plays the piano in there. She does hour-long sets, plays a lot of fun songs, and is very interactive with the crowd inside the pub there. Uh, merchandise, uh, I love the merchandise there because specifically they have a family coat of arms merchandise shop that you can buy a bunch of like mugs with the crest of your your um coat of arms uh different plaques things like that and actually my last name which isn't very popular uh fenema it's showcased inside there so it's actually they have like a picture of it that everybody can see it blew my mind when i saw my last name in there so that's why i like it so much and then they have beatles uh rosen crown merch all that stuff so the uk uh, let's go AJ this time. What do you think of the UK? Okay. AJ's not talking. So 
let's go ahead, Hunter. <laughs> Hunter, what do you got? Uh, AJ's out. AJ's so out. looks like the 7-Eleven headphones didn't work 7-11 out. 7-Eleven headphones? But I gave it a 6.1. Um, 6.1, why? Yeah, I mean, every time I try to go to the Rosen Crown, it's packed and I can't get anywhere. So I don't know if I'm going in the wrong doors or a secret back door I can beat the crowds or anything. But uh, I think the the band's pretty cool. You'll be walking through and you'll hear him play. And then uh, I like just kind of like Canada. You kind of really can walk back in there. The streets are well-themed. It kind of takes you away from being in Disney a little bit, I think. And the sports store. I like walking through the sports store. True. I've gotten Mostly a rugby like ball there. Or football and rugby, right? Yeah, that's where, I, that's where I got my first rugby ball. So. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Bruce? I give it around 6.4. I'm right there. Um, it's what do you like? Most, what do you not like? It's one of the most um, imaginative uh, theming in, in the World Showcase, like you said, with the how it's like full immersive. You can walk in and you feel like you're literally about to go into an authentic British pub and all that good stuff. So um, I appreciate all that good, but it's always crowded. Like I think that's one of the most crowded areas when you go through the World Showcase. For sure. it's, hard, it's hard to navigate water. It is very crowded. Um, AJ, are you working at all? Am I? Yeah, you're good. Degree? You're good. I don't. Ha-ha. I think it's my computer. I'm no, so. No, it's Seven Eleven headphones. But my Beats headphones don't work either. My Ooh, Beats don't work either. Flex. She got Beats. <laughs> yeah, I do. Jeez. All right. Uh, I got okay. Okay. I, I'm struggling, guys. I'm trying my hardest. Anyway. <laughs> AJ, what do you got for the UK? I'm going to give it another four, and that's only because I ate at um, Rose and Crown the other day and got the shepherd's pie, and it was really good. But other than that, I, like, never stop there. I don't even think I've ever met Alice there, and I'm, like, the worst British person ever because I didn't even eat there when food and wine was around. Mm. I just – I never stop there. And also, I'm not a huge soccer fan, so, like, I never go in the soccer store. Blake's going to kill me for saying that, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just – not a huge fan of it. It's just boring to me. All right. Couple harsh one couple harsh ratings here from AJ. Back, back when they had the uh the Kim Possible deal, this was where one of the coolest like interactions was because you went around the back and it like filled the window up with water, right? Is that yeah. Kim I remember that it, like filled the window up with water. I was like, whoa, oh, that's pretty this is pretty awesome. But then yeah. Yeah, that's Kim Possible, AJ, you know, back when you were twelve years old. I used to watch Before that, leave me platypus. alone. And I was probably younger than twelve. <laughs> What's that stupid platypus's name? Perry. Perry the platypus. Yeah, I hate him. With Doofenshmirtz. Although the Doofenshmirtz thing at Germany is really cool. He like runs around on a cuckoo clock. Okay, we'll get there. We're not right. at Germany yet. Yeah, Pause. we're in the UK. So I, I'm going to be the lone person on this one. The UK is my favorite. Favorite country. Um, Weird. It's specifically because of the Rose and Crown pub. Yeah. I have always been a pub guy. So like this is when I'm in Epcot – that is my go-to have to go to the Rosencrown pub. It can get very crowded, but I almost like that feel like a pub that's crowded. Everybody's just so happy to be there having some good drinks, a lot of good beers, but my Not go-to it's 110 outside. Yeah. It's air conditioning. It's so cold in there. It's smelly in there. Yeah, it's freezing in there. It's so cold. Yeah. Uh, and the bartenders there are really, really cool. A lot of them have been working there for years. I forget the guy's name, but he always carries a picture of himself, like whatever, 20, 30 years ago, like bartending there. And he's just a young lad. 
So good dude. Uh, but drinking on the world, this isn't even anything to do with like UK or England or anything, but I always get a double rum and Coke there to start my day. Cause it's cheaper. If you get a double, they give you a very good amount, very strong, gets you a good buzz to start the day. Double rum and Coke. But my rating 9.0. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. I, I'm t- it's, it's Rosen crown pub. Even the food, like I, I ate it like, was it Rosen Crown Dining Room? It's I didn't think it was great. Uh, again, no attractions. British Revolution is okay, but Rosen Crown is like an eighteen point four on my rating scale. But it's only one through ten. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. It's Give a Jared that's a, a top five place. Give me a double rum and coke. Nine point oh rating. I'm telling you, <laughs> just the overall service and atmosphere in there. I love it. So right. that's me, number one. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. Moving on. We're now heading over to Francais. Oui, oui. 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 So we are going to France. So attraction-wise, they do have an attraction there. 18-minute show, 200-degree widescreen, Impressions de France. Uh, it showcases the different sites of France, music from classic French composers. Um, also, when it comes to attractions, they are soon to have a Ratatouille ride in 2020. I haven't seen when in 2020. Have you guys at all when that's coming? No, but they're building it. It's going it's up. It's coming up. So you can, uh, you so can that, see it from uh, the, what's that called? International, International Gateway. Oh, yeah. When you come in. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so they do have that one attraction right now. So they do have some food and beverage options. Chefs de France is a table service. Uh, it has very large windows overlooking the outside promenade. They have beef, duck, seafood, and also a lot of great desserts. A meal there, uh, an entree is looking around $25 to $40. Wines, uh, they do have wines and drinks to complement the meals if you'd like. Uh, they also have a quick service place called Le Artisan des Gla- I'm butchering this. The gla- the glasses. Yeah, glasses. <laughs> so take the, I'm going to do my English. My you can do it, Jared. Go ahead. Artisan desk glasses. <laughs> uh, it's, it's got ice cream and sorbet. Looking around 5 to $8. That place is amazing. Yes, I'll save it for the have an alcoholic ice cream martini, which I did not know they had that, but I would love to try that. It sounded really good. AJ shaking her head. Yes, we'll get to you, AJ, in just a little bit. Um, another one, <laughs> my American Les Halles. Okay. It's a quick service. Uh, it's a tra- traditional French patisserie. 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 Uh, okay. It's traditional <laughs> French bakery. They have soup, salads, sandwiches, pastries, coffees, beer, wine, champagne, and desserts. Uh, looking about 5 to $10 uh, when it comes to those soup, salad, sandwiches. And then they also have crepes de chefs de France, which is crepes and coffee slash cappuccino, $5 for crepes. It's Dang. a stand there. Um, hold on. We are not done. Oh, We gosh. are not done. There's a lot. Uh, Les Vins de Chefs de France. The vines. Wines, wines mm-hmm. champagne, cocktail, and beer, frozen alcoholic slushies. Uh, and then, last but not least, uh, their fine dining option, 
It is a table service. Monsieur Paul. It's great Paul, views. Is that a hard it's one for Paul. you? <laughs> Monsieur Paul. It's got great, great views of the world. Showcase, amazing wine list, French cuisine, uh, bright colors inside with French architecture. Uh, it does have a dress code. So it's, again, it's a little more fine dining. Mm. Uh, yeah. And they have duck, steak, lamb, seafood, about $40 average for a meal or an entree there. And then plenty of dessert. So a lot of option, couple table service, a lot of like stands and quick service there too. Um, entertainment wise, they do have a bell meet and greet. Uh, so you can meet my girl bell. And then they have Servur, Servur, Amusant. Uh, it's a 20 minute show. It's like a bunch of acrobatic waiters. Like they're dressed as waiters that are servers um, so that cool. do like balancing acts and things like that. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, they're French acrobats. Um, merchandise wise, you can get great perfumes and clones, jewelry, etc. And then overall, um, again, it has the Eiffel Tower in the distance, which is awesome. Which is uh, crooked. Which is crooked. Is it? Yeah, it's literally crooked. It's the, leaning, it's the leaning tower. The Eiffel leaning tower, tower of Eiffel Tower. <laughs> um, and then, oh my gosh. And then it's basically like you're walking the streets of Paris uh, when you go walking back there. And they do caricatures and all that stuff. So a lot of goodies. You can also meet Aurora. France. You can meet Aurora there? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes, sir. All right, you can meet Aurora. So, AJ, what do you think, France? All right, I'm going to give France just a solid six. I think it's really beautiful. I'm really excited for the Ratatouille ride that's coming to it. But honestly, the only reason it's getting such a high rating is because of the ice cream place that you mentioned earlier. Mm. They do this thing where they have like a brioche bun, and then they put your flavor choice of ice cream inside, and then like a sauce so it's like raspberry or caramel or whatever and then they press it into a waffle maker so it's super warm oh. and squished it's like a grown-up uncrustable it's the best oh thing ever gosh it's so i did not know that it's so good 10 out of 10 recommend for anyone that's there yeah. Other than that, it's just like a super cute land like i don't like any of the food that's really served there even during like the festivals nothing really was appealing but the ice cream is really good and it's just really pretty and like you said it has bell and aurora so can't hate that Got it. Um, yeah. So 6.0, which is your highest rating so far. Yeah. Uh, I like the left side more than I like the right side, if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Believe me, I can tell. <laughs> Hunter. Uh, I gave this a good old 8.8. This is my, this Whoa. is my top uh, country here. So I like chefs of France. I uh, also think like the ambiance is pretty cool walking in with the fountain there you can walk pretty far back into the country kind of like you can't even with like morocco we'll talk about that in a little bit but you you can make your way pretty far back there and then you get flanked by you know the ice cream shop and then the bakeries all the way in the back i think it's really cool i go uh every time i pass i probably go in and get a nice uh ham and cheese croissant from the bakery back there and I have stayed at like the boardwalk and just walking back to the room late at night, I go into the bakery and grab about five or six croissants to take to the room. My they are, gosh. They are, they are quality, quality. So I, I like France. And I mean, attraction-wise, it doesn't really have much. But I mean, other than Norway, what really has an attraction in the World Showcase? You know. Oh, we talk about Canada. <sighs> Anyways. And Mexico. An impression, stay France. Um, Moving on, but okay. I I, I, will say I like it. 
I will say that bakery is very underrated. It's oh yeah, it's hard because no one really walks all the way back there. Nobody so really knows it's there. I feel like it's never really slammed back there. No, no, and it's pretty. It's pretty far back. It's yeah, good I mean, food. you can get like creme brulee. You can get all kinds of desserts. Yeah. You can get savory like sandwiches, all kinds of stuff. And it's a good cheap cheaper option like getting a croissant sandwich back there if you want just a quick bite for tea for lunch yeah i honestly did not know that existed oh yeah it's awesome oh yeah go back there it's fun instead of getting like flanked by all these table service places and pay 40 bucks for lunch just go grab a little ham and cheese croissant (laughs) that's a lot of desserts oh yeah Uh, bruce so i'll give it a 7.5 good rating the reason why i ranked it so like low is because um, we need to hurry up and put the Beauty and the Beast sing-along in there. That's coming oh. there. <laughs> <laughs> and Remy's <laughs> Adventure and the new Crapery that they're trying to put in there, too. It should be there um, right in time for the 50th anniversary on October 1st, 2021. So they got a lot of new things coming, but True. they need to, like, chop up because... I'm Wait, is there really going to be a Beauty and the Beast sing-along? There is. There is going to be a Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Is it going to be structured um, like the Frozen one at Hollywood Studios? Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be in addition uh, with Impressions de France. Um, so, yeah. So, they announced it in 2018 at Destination D mm. on one of their events. So, hmm. it's now June, I mean, July 15th, 2019. Where oh. we at? Where we at? <laughs> oh my gosh. I honestly didn't know that either. Yeah, so. All right. So that's a pretty good rating. Uh, overall, for me, I had them pretty low. It was my third to last rating. I had 6.1 overall. Again, this is a place that I, again, if I'm drinking around the world, you have to stop somewhere. But I don't really go to the restaurants. I've been to Chefs de France once. It was pretty good. Um, but it, usually it's pretty busy there, too. And overall, again, I don't. I do walk back there every now and then, but it's not a necessity for me. I do get the orange slush that you can get when you're drinking around the world. The orange slush drink, very good if you're looking for something refreshing, especially when it's hot. I think it's just got like vodka in it, but that's my drink of the world or drink around <laughs> the world for that country. Uh, so yeah, it was a six point one for me. So moving on. We're going to head on over to Morocco. So in Morocco, uh, the only attraction that was listed is the Gallery of Arts and History. So it's got a lot of like the traditional costumes, jewelry, body art, and henna art and pottery. So it's kind of almost, I would say almost like a museum style or like art gallery uh, that you can see everything from Morocco and uh, traditional pieces there. Food and beverage wise, uh, you do have restaurant Marrakesh. It's a table service meal. Um, it's got taste of Morocco and also belly dancing. So that's always fun. With music, <laughs> uh, lamb, shish kebabs, couscous, chicken, beef, specialty cocktails. You're looking at about $25 to $35 uh, for an entree. Uh, you also have the Spice Road Table, which is also table service. That one's on the water side. So you actually get a waterfront view. Uh, Mediterranean small plates and specialties. It's a great view for illuminations if you're going to be dining there around that time. Um, And then you also uh, can get hummus fries there, seafood, lamb, sliders, steak. You're looking at about 
10 to $35, depending on what you're getting there. Uh, you can also get beers and cocktails. And then they also have the Tangerine Cafe, which is a quick service option there. They do wraps, uh, shawarma, chicken, and lamb platters, which look really good. It's almost like a bread plate that they get, kind of like similar to Sanaa at so Animal Kingdom. So shawarma? They got a shawarma, shawarma joint there? Shawarma. Ooh. Okay, Tony Stark. Uh, but 10 to $20 for the wraps and shawarma, chicken, and lamb platters. Uh, Entertainment-wise, you can meet Jasmine uh, over there. And then merchandise, again, Hunter was kind of talking a little bit about it, but you can walk all the way back there. It's very cool. It's almost like a market style, um, similar to what you would you picture and what you see in movies uh, with when it comes to Morocco. If you, I've never been there, so I couldn't tell you it's similar, but it looks like it. Um, and then fun fact for you. So I didn't know this, but during illuminations, uh, it does, it does not get lit up in Morocco when all the other countries light up. Uh, it does not get lit up because, uh, due to high volumes of the, of Muslim population, the main tower represents a prayer tower and would be against Muslim belief if it was lit at night. So that was interesting. I did not know. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's also the only pavilion funded by another government. So the king of Morocco actually sent a team of his own people to make sure everything was set up correctly. And uh, so it's represented very well. And I think they still kind of oversee like Restaurant Marrakesh and some things in the pavilion. So that's kind of interesting too. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So fun little facts for you. So what do you think of Morocco, Hunter? Uh, I gave it 6.8. Um I know there's not much to do there, but the theming is, I think, probably the best of any of the countries in terms of how authentic it feels and how immersive it is. You can walk back there. I know it's really popular because it's not a very crowded area of the park when you walk back there. Like you can walk in to where they have like all the tile, the ceramic tile and all that kind of stuff in that one room and it's really yep. quiet and it feels like really private. I've been the only one in that room most of the time when I go back there. Never bought anything at the store, but I mean, it's a pretty cool little setup. I still want to eat at Restaurant Marrakesh. I'm just kind of scared I won't like any of the food, but it looks pretty cool. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, Bruce. I gave this, I gave Morocco a 4.8. Oh, all right. We don't hear um, many low ratings from you, so I'm curious why. Um, I usually go right through Morocco. I don't usually stop. Um, I have eaten at restaurant Marrakesh just once, and I didn't really like the food as much as anywhere else. So um, the only reason why I rated it a little bit higher than I wanted to originally um, was because of the theming. It's really nice. Um, but I would usually skip through it. Okay. Uh, AJ, I give it a five. Um, I think it's really beautiful. There. There's a lot of great photo spots. There's usually photo paths right in front of that fountain, that's right before you enter back to like Restaurant Marrakesh. It's really pretty. Like it's really immersive. I always take a few minutes just to walk around and like calm down because, like Hunter said, it's usually not very crowded. But other than that, like the shops, the entertainment. I don't. I've never seen Jasmine there. I've been there so many times. And I've never seen Jasmine, and I don't know. I just. Other than that, it doesn't wow me. It's just really beautiful. It is. I will say the design is beautiful. The architecture is beautiful. I do like walking back there, but overall, like 
when it comes to the merchandise, it's nothing I would probably buy. Um, but again, it's, it's, the layout is gorgeous back there. Um, I have eaten at restaurant Marrakesh and mine was actually really good. Hunter, I think you'd enjoy it. I had the, uh, you got the lamb and then I tried a shish kebab too. So this is when I worked guest relations at Epcot. So my manager actually took me over there for like a one-on-one and he knew the manager there. So they were just like overloading us with like the different kinds of food. So it was kind of cool, but it was actually very good. It's never really packed back there. And I don't know why, I don't know if it's like perception of the food or if it's just like, since it's so far tucked back there, like not many people go walking back there. But usually you can always get a reservation. Um, and again, it's got the belly dancer. It's got like, it's kind of loud in there because they have like the tambourine and like drums and stuff with the belly dancer. Uh, but overall, I enjoy it. But I actually ranked mine compared to the other countries. I ranked Morocco a 6.2. Um, and then when it comes to my drinking around the world, I don't have anything in particular in Morocco that I drink. So I actually will take a shot of fireball at the bar by the water. <laughs> So cultured. cultured. So cultured. Fireball. So out of four countries, I've had a double Roman Coke and a Morocco. fireball. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's Morocco for me. So moving on. Uh, we're going to head into Japan. Japan. So in Japan, the only attraction that was listed was the Bijutsu uh, Kan Gallery. Uh, it's Japan's cute culture. I'm doing quotation marks there. Um, but it's a the pop culture phenomenon. Uh, the main thing that they kind of represent is like Hello Kitty. So it's a huge uh, cultural thing there. Again, they love like that cute, I don't know, cartoonish looking stuff. Um, and they also have a Tokyo apartment replica of a kawaii super fan. Kawaii is basically like cute um, cultured super fan. So it's kind of like an apartment of designed strictly with Hello Kitty and kind of like some of that anime stuff. Um, so I didn't know that. I honestly, I don't think I've ever been back there in that. So I've never seen it. Um, but food and beverage wise, you have the Kabuki Cafe. It's quick service. They have shaved ice and sushi. It's uh, They have wine and sake and alcoholic shaved ice. Uh, it's $5 for shaved ice and $5 for sushi. Uh, they also have the Katsura Grill, which is quick service. Um, that has sushi, ramen, chicken, beef, shrimp with rice, uh, the miso soup, which I absolutely love the miso soup, uh, beer, sake, wine, and cocktails. Uh, the new table service restaurant that is actually open right now, but I think the hard opening again isn't actually it was today. Maybe the hard opening. I don't know, but, uh, Takumi Te, uh, it's a table service again, it's fine dining. So it's going to be a little more expensive. Again, they have the five rooms that are inspired by natural elements, water, earth, stone, wood, and washi paper. I still don't know what washi paper is, uh, <laughs> but oh well. Uh, it's Japanese-inspired Japanese dishes, and they also have a really cool tea service if you like tea. Uh, they also have a chef's table in the water room, which would be fun to do, uh, and there is a dress code there. So again, it's more fine dining, uh, signature dining for that. So, And then they have Teppanito which is a table service as well. It's been there for a while. Uh, it's got hibachi style. So they cook right in front of you. They have steak, chicken, seafood, veggies, sushi. You're looking at about 30 to $40 per entree. Uh, plenty of cocktails and sake uh, and wine and beer. And then last but not least, Tokyo dining. 
It's a traditional Japanese cuisine, sushi upon sushi upon sushi. They have plenty of sushi there. Uh, seafood, chicken, steak, noodles, sake, wine, cocktails. You're looking at about $15 to $30 uh, in regards to the entrees. And it also has a really cool view of the World Showcase Lagoon. That's your food and beverage. Uh, Entertainment-wise, they have a 15-minute show that they do right outside there. Uh, it's of the Matsuriza. Um, they are, it's an ancient form of Japanese drumming. You can't miss it if you're walking through. It's super loud. Uh, and then they have, of course, merchandise. I think a lot of people are going to rank the merchandise high there, but it's the Mitsukoshi department store there. Um, they have a ton of like anime merch. They do the pearls uh, where you can kind of hunt for pearls and all that. So it's a massive shop. Uh, anyways, that's Japan in a nutshell there. Ooh. Bruce. What do you what do you like? What do you not like about Japan? I I like Japan. I'm gonna give it a, a seven point three. Um, okay. I like their plum wine. I mean, they have a lot of nice wines in Japan. I've um, heard good things about the plum wine. I'm not a wine fan, but and their sakis, their sakis you can get either hot or cold. Sake. <laughs> okay. I had hot sake and it it was terrible. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who'd get a hot burns. sake, but hey, whatever floats. Someone's into it. So, but I that's what Blake gets when he goes there. It's so gross. Hot sake. Yeah, he had me try it once, and I literally could not. It was so uh, bad. Yeah, but a good one to try is the spicy mango sake. So, oh, I've never heard of that spicy mango sake. It's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Especially if you like mangoes. There you go. I do like mango. All right, AJ. All right. I give Japan probably a six. I'm a little harsh with my ratings today. Dang, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, I like the hibachi place. That place is really good. My family always goes there when they visit. And it's a really pretty land. has some good photo ops. But, like, I don't know. There's nothing there. When I go to the parks, I usually go to, like, in and out everywhere. Like, I like quick service. I like the fast pace. So, like... World Showcase to me isn't really like that unless there's a festival going on. But Japan's always nice to like the show's really cool with the drummers. They do have some cool like beverage and food options that you can't get anywhere else on property. So I mean that has it going for it, but again, there's nothing like super amazing special that would make me want to stay there for thirty plus minutes. Yeah. All right. Honor. Well, Hibachi is my all time favorite meal like mm. personally like my favorite thing to go eat my favorite part of hibachi is fried rice and teppanito doesn't have fried rice so what? i rate japan a 5.4 because i get so excited that we're going to get hibachi only to know that they only have noodles Interesting. The hibachi restaurant. I assume it's because rice it might be a little harder to clean up, so it goes faster for the turnaround of the table since it's quick. But I mean, every hibachi place I've been to has fried rice, so mm. that kind of that kind of puts a sour taste in my mouth. Um, but yeah, the drums are cool. Okay. But other than that, they got no rice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, I will say the cuisine there is really good. I do like that quick service place. Um, they have the miso soup. I do. I love that miso soup, like mushrooms in it and stuff. That's phenomenal. 
Um, and that gift shop, I don't, I'm not a huge merchandise person. Like I don't go out of my way to find certain merchandise items or like spend a lot of time in merchandise shops, but that one, it's just fun to be in. I love like the girls who do the pearl thing are so awesome, like so energetic. And then just overall you get like all the Pokemon stuff and all that. And it just brings back childhood memories. So I love the gift shop there. I could spend a lot of time. It's massive inside there. Uh, and again, the food is, is pretty good. I'm not a huge sushi person at all or anything like that. But uh, again, the miso soup, I do love Tepanito, the hibachi. Um, so overall, I rated a 7.1, which was fifth uh, on my list of the country. So pretty high up there, right in the middle. So pretty generous. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're heading in to the greatest country of all time. The United States of America. <laughs> oh my God. The best. The best land. I think we all know that the theme to that land is going to be from the Guardians of the Galaxy. The live. Oh, geez. So, Mitch, if Mitch was here, he would agree with me. USA, USA, USA. That's my boy Bruce. I love it. Love the energy. All right, so the good old U.S. of A. United States of America. Oh, real quick. My drink around the world choice in Japan is Sapporo. It's a beer that they have there, but it's really good. I like the Sapporo beer. Um, anyways, we're going into the U.S. Attraction wise. You have the American Adventure, where Ben Franklin and Mark Twain narrate America's history. Uh, really, really cool show. It's got 35 different animatronics, 72-foot screen in front of you. you know, it just talks about the history of America, but the way they do it is really cool with all those animatronics and the way they come in and out. Uh, you also have the American, American Heritage Gallery. Uh, just before that, it's kind of like a museum but it's got authentic and historic American Indian art and artifacts inside there. So a lot of like where America started, uh, food and beverage options, food and beverage options. You have block and Hans. Uh, it's a stand outside. They have pretzels, beers, and cider. Um, they also have fife and drum, which is a stand out there where you can buy Turkey legs, popcorn, pretzels, uh, slushies, root beer floats, ice cream, beer, wine, frozen alcoholic drinks, spiked root beer floats. Uh, this was mind blowing to me. I didn't know they were so expensive, but turkey legs now are thirteen dollars and twenty five cents. Whoa, that's love thirteen dollars and twenty five cents down the garbage disposal. <laughs> More than I would ever pay for that. That's mind blowing. Not even good. A lot of people love them. They're not even uh, good. Okay, cool. So we have that uh, funnel cake. There's a funnel cake stand. They do funnel cakes for seven to twelve dollars. So and good. Soon to come is the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. End of 2019. That's coming in. Going to be a really good smokehouse. A lot of smoke meats, things like that. Entertainment wise, you do have till August 18, 2019, the Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Live, uh, where they play 70s and 80s music, and it features Peter Quill and gamora i can hear uh, mitch somewhere like yelling the lyrics out didn't mitch he say doesn't know why show yeah he once was stuck that like in epcot overnight and had to listen to them rehearse it like over That's and over right. and over again and now he knows all the words 
classic. Mm. Uh, so you also have the Voices of Liberty. That's my peeps. Uh, it's a 15-minute show. It's an acapella choral performance. Uh, the people are dressed in costumes from the 1800s, and it's right there in the American Adventure Pavilion Rotunda just before you walk into the American Adventure. Uh, merchandise, they really don't have much for merchandise. It's very limited um, in the Heritage Manor gift shop. And then uh, an extra, it's great photo ops. You're kind of in the center of World Showcase, so... Uh, there are some cool photo ops there. Um, AJ, what do you think? US of A. US of A, I'm going to give a solid seven. There's always really fun things going on there. And the funnel cake place is absolutely phenomenal. And whenever there's festivals, they always have really cool, really cool food options. Not like super creative, but they're always, always delicious. But anyways, I'm going to give it a seven. Also, how could I not? It's the US of A. Duh. Yeah, exactly. And also, fun fact, not fun fact, fun tip, if you guys are ever in Disney World for the 4th of July, if you don't go to Epcot for the 4th of July fireworks, then you've wasted your 4th of July. Mm, amen. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm pretty sure I'm still like deaf in one ear from it. That's awesome. Hunter. Uh, I gave America an 8.1. Uh, I think... I think the show is the perfect formula for taking a nice load off when you're halfway through the countries. Plus it's pretty entertaining. Got good audio animatronics. And as you know, from previous episodes, any quick service restaurant that has Coke ices and French fries is okay in my book. So yes, Snaps to that. that's Snaps very to American that. of you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bruce. American adventure gets a 9.8 for me. Oh, I am a big fan of the Voices of Liberty. Really? Yeah. Aren't they I, good? They're, they're really good. I'm a history nerd too, so I really enjoy like going in there and going to the gallery and just like being. I've been in there so many times, so I'm pretty much I'm a regular. That's pretty good. I really enjoy it. So you're a patriot, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> I guess so. I guess you guess uh, no. Uh, do <laughs> you, you have to about? Oh my gosh. I, I will say, so what did you rate it? I gave it a 9.8. That's, oh my gosh. That's a fantastic. I love it. It's it. a 17.76. So, gosh, it puts me to shame. I feel unpatriotic with my score here. A funnel cake is up there and you can get a turkey leg and hot dogs. Yeah. It's very where American. Can, where else can you get a turkey leg at Epcot? Oh, well, really almost anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So, yeah, go ahead. It's all right, so I have the U.S. at a 7.0. It's very unpatriotic of me, Whoa. but I'm ranking the pavilion. I'm not ranking the country. Country-wise, infinity point. Okay, the pavilion, <laughs> So the pavilion, 7.0, that's my sixth place. Uh, when I swing by there, again, American Adventure, wow. it's, either one, it's one of those attractions you're either going to probably hate it or you're going to absolutely love it. It's one of the two, like – I don't know many people that say, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. But like, I feel like it's either really boring for people or they really enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, and then my drink of choice for drink around the world, I get a yingling. I love yingling beer. It's usually cheap. There you go. Get a yingling. All right. We're heading into Italy. Heading into Italy. There are no attractions in Italy. Uh, food and beverage wise, you have gelati. Quick service from beverage, you get gelato and gelato sandwiches, which is actually two chocolate chip cookies that sandwich gelato in the middle. 
Uh, you're looking at about $7 for gelato. They also have tiramisu and cannolis as well, Italian margaritas, wine, beer, coffee. They have the Tutto Gusto wine cellar. It's a lounge. It's a wine cellar themed, over 200 bottles of wine. They have meats, cheeses, pastas, paninis, desserts. Uh, you also have Tutto Italia restaurant. It is a table service, so a sit down. Uh, there you can get chicken, fish, pasta, lasagna. Um, it's authentic Italian um, with indoor and outdoor seating. They have a very large wine list and lots of vegetarian options. You're looking at about 20 to $30 uh, per entree. And then you have my favorite, Via Napoli uh, or Via Napoli uh, Ristorante <laughs> e Pizzeria. Uh, it's pastas, salads, and pizzas, which are made out of wood-burning ovens. Uh, they have wine and beer, which you can actually get pictures of beer there, and then specialty cocktails. Uh, it's traditional Neapolitan pizza. Entrees, you're looking at about 20 to $30. Pizzas can range from $30 to $50. Uh, Entertainment-wise, you have Sergio. It's a 20-minute sh show. He's a juggler um, and keeps the crowd very interactive with him. He has a stupid whistle that he continues to blow, and I, I, I'll get to that, but I can't stand Sergio. Whenever I hear it, I, like, run out of Italy. Like, run. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm not the – I hate him so much. No, it gives He's, me, like, non-flashbacks to, like, being at Typhoon. Whenever I hear a whistle, I just go into, like uh, – <laughs> panic mode i'm like oh my god somebody's dying PTSD. yeah oh my gosh. you always think that somebody's like dying uh yes yeah. uh merchandise you have um they have a lot of high-end stuff so high-end handbags jewelry uh crystal gifts and then they also have that perfume and cologne shop that i get a headache when i walk through that place because it's so strong um, and then they also have great photo opportunities. It's a great spot to get a picture of like um, Spaceship Earth in the background, the big golf ball. And then they also have the Neptune fountain there, uh, which pays homage to the one in Rome. Uh, it, drop a coin in it, make a wish. You never know if it'll come true. Uh, but again, great photo ops outside. So uh, Hunter, what do you think? Uh, what was his name? Sergio? Yeah, Sergio. I mean, I was going to say I kind of like the guy. Um, oh, I like him too. I just can't stand the whistle. It's I gave it a 6.8. Um, I never really walked back into there. I've never had pizza from there. I kind of walked by. I see Sergio. I did see, like, we were, ended up walking through the country, and I saw Sergio, like, walking through the gate, and he keeps that whistle going. Got to hand it to him Dude. all the way till he it's is stuck. out that gate. He even, he even poked his head back through and looked at us and blew the whistle, and I was like, that's a dedicated man right there. It was like, He's you thought we were done. want to jam that whistle up his throat. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Up his Mickey sound. I gave it a six point. <laughs> All right, uh, Bruce. I gave it a 6.0. What do you hate? Um, what do you know? I love the Napoli. The, the, brick, the brick ovens are pretty mm. nice. Um, their pizzas are delicious. You can get a pitcher of beer, like you said. But other than that, like... Sergio, but that whistle really brings everything down. If he gets rid of the whistle, we're that good. That rating's going up. We're good. Just get rid of the whistle, man. Okay. If Sergio's listening, he's going to find something more annoying. He's going to find that like thing that you spin that, that goes brrrr oh, yeah. and just do a that. Kazoo. On top of the he's going to get a kazoo. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. All right. AJ. All right. Well, this might be surprising then after those ratings, but I give Italy an eight. Mm. I absolutely love the food there. I think it's a really precious area. Um, but I do think it's a place that you have to go and spend a lot of time at. Like if you just look from the outside, 
it's not all that appealing, and the festival foods have always been awful. So don't like it so much for that. But there's also a lot of really great event spots, like, where people can get married, and, like, I've seen a lot of, like, proposals and stuff, like, on the Disney Weddings Instagram page, and it's just so beautiful, and it makes me, makes me really happy every time I walk by it. Yeah, I love it. I also had Italy pretty high. I had them fourth on my list at 7.4 rating. Uh, again, uh, Via Napoli, I, the pizza looks very expensive on the menu, but when you get it, it is massive. It can feed, like, a family of six to ten, I swear. It's so uh, you, good. You usually can only have like one slice because it's the slices are massive. Um, so it is worth it when you break down the price per person. So make sure you get that. Uh, I will agree that so that private event area that they have out front on the lagoon, it's an amazing spot to watch illuminations and again to get those photo opportunities. Uh, as guest relations, we used to use that as like a um, how was it when like something goes bad and you like to make magic for guests or whatever. So we had a little viewing spot that we like permanently had reserved for um, guest situations, but it was a, such a cool spot to watch illumination. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was really cool. So uh, yes, I had it at a 7.4. So again, I think just a lot of cool photo opportunities there along with Via Napoli. Um, very, very good in my books. Um, Germany. So we are now heading into Germany. Uh, so Deutschland. I have a fun fact about that. What do you got? Uh -oh. So outside of Germany, there's two different cities that have the trains running through them. They're like little, um, like miniature replicas. That's the word I'm looking for. And one of them is Würzburg, and that's actually where my dad's side of the family comes from. So that's really cool. Whenever I walk by, I'm like, hey, that's me. It's I don't know. I think that's really cool. Würzburg. <laughs> yeah, my dad's mom's last name is Wurz, and like that's where all her family comes from and stuff. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so Germany, no attractions, food and beverage-wise, um, only a couple options. So you do have a table service. Uh, it's a buffet-slash-family-style restaurant. It's called Beer Garden. Um, you can celebrate. Basically, it's just celebrating Oktoberfest 24-7, 365 days out of the year. Uh, it's traditional Bavarian village inside uh, with a band playing polka the whole time, which I love it. Uh, brats, chicken, pork, schnitzel, salads, and more. Uh, plenty of desserts, cheesecake, apple strudel. Uh, they have the big steins of beer that you can get in there. And they also do Jaeger shots, which I don't do many shots, but I love Jaeger shots. Uh, and they also have wine. 35 to $60 uh, when it comes to a price point there, but again, it's all you can eat. Uh, they also have a quick service option called Summerfest. It's got brats and frankfurters with sauerkraut. Uh, they also have chips with that, and then you can get pretzels there. They also have apple strudel, uh, and you can get beer and wine. So it's about $10 to get the brats and uh, frankfurters with chips. Entertainment-wise, you can meet Snow White there. Um, Merchandise-wise, they have a lot of snacks, steins, clothing, jewelry, all that. You can also do wine tasting back there if you're into wine. Uh, they also have the really cool clock tower there that goes off every now and then. Um, and then the, the huge uh, mini like train village area, um, which is Wurstenberg. Wurstenschar. Wursterhaus. I don't know what any of that is. Da. Ja. Ja. Hunter, what do you got? Ja, it's good. Deutschland is good. Uh, I gave it a uh, <laughs> try. I, I only can go to three. I don't know. 7.7. 7. Ooh. The Deutschland. 
Um, I do not indulge very much, but count me in for walking around the, uh, walking under the clock tower by the entrance to the beer garden and grabbing a uh, shot at Jägermeister at the quick service window. That's my boy. That's, that's, that's a, that's a must stop for me. And then they have a Rattler, but it's a grapefruit Rattler, if I'm not mistaken. It's, mm-hmm. it's all right though. I mean, I, a lot of people like the grapefruit beer. The grapefruit yeah, beer? It's a little Fun fruity fact, for my taste, but yeah, a six too. pack at the gas station for less than you can get one at. Oh, oh yeah, I know. But are you drinking like it in Germany? Drink. No, you're not. You're in not. Germany. I like. I, I get my I get my shot of Jägermeister followed up with a grapefruit rattler, and I go sit and watch the trains for about forty five minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. Do you read a book <laughs> there too? Really just, hey, I do yeah. that. Leave me alone. <laughs> god, oh, I do nice. my homework at Disney. <laughs> I guess if you live there, you can. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Interesting. All right, so good rating for you, uh, Bruce. I'd give it like a five. Ooh. Um, wow. Sorry, Why? What's, what's, what sorry. do you not like about Germany? I love the apple strudel, but I think that's about it. Mm. Okay. So harsh, harsh. Of course, Jaeger too. So Jaeger yeah. and apple strudel. That a boy. The only Jaeger. reason why it's a five. All right. Oh, and the trains, Hunter. And the, and the trains. Oh, you like the yeah. trains. But All right. Boy. The trains are the best. Five. Rating of five. Okay, AJ. I'd rather go listen to Sergio with his whistle. Oh, okay, let's calm down Ooh, here. Ouch. No, his whistle's <laughs> down his throat. Remember, I pushed it down his throat. In the last <laughs> um, I think I would give Germany a six. I've never had the apple strudel, though, so I need to go try that because apparently that sounds really good. But other than that, I just really like that, you know, my home city is there, I guess. But other than that, there's nothing that's super wow about it to me. And I can't drink it, so I can't, like, indulge in all the beer festivities and all that. But I don't know. It's just kind of like a stop, look around, go to, like, the caramel popcorn place. What is that? Werther's? Go to that for a little while and then leave. Like, nothing wow about it to me. Okay. Uh, I had it a 7.6. That was third place in my rankings of the country. So I love Germany. I think it's fun. I think it's good atmosphere. Uh it's actually, it's kind of weird because of the quick service. It's nothing crazy, but I always love to get the bratwurst with sauerkraut and chips. I think it's a good deal. It's 10 bucks, but I, it fills me up every time. Uh, I like to get the Beck's beer. Beck's beer, it's just kind of like a normal lager, but uh, that's what I go to for my drinks on the world. Uh, but definitely ranked higher. I forgot to tell you, in Italy, get the Italian margarita. That's what I get there. Oh. Um, it's very sweet. So it's it's kind of hard to finish, but Italy. I'm not a big wine guy, so it's Never hard. Finished because, it, but definitely no, I finished it. it. I fin- <laughs> believe me. At this point, I'm already pretty buzzed, so I chug it pretty. Good. Um, but the Italian margarita, it's like limoncello and all that. So, um, but again, I don't like wine. I think most people would go wine in Italy, but not me. So Beck's beer. There you go. Quick shout out to food and wine, uh, the brat and the pretzel bun. I don't think they have it every year, but if they do, that's the best. Um, it's good. Food and wine. I'm a big brat guy. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, all right. So we're moving into China. We're getting down there. So China, uh, you have attraction wise. Oh, what's up? Oh, I need to give a quick shout out. Gipped. No, I had at the end. I had oh. at the end because it's not an official one. Okay. Oh, dang. If Fine. you want to do it now, we can. They got Coke can Ices. Give a quick little homage to right, one of my favorite 
non-pavilion. I guess it's not a pavilion. But... All right, let's do it. <laughs> Africa. Damn it. It's kind of. It's not yeah. Africa. It's technically it's Africa. outpost. It's the refreshment outpost. Everybody Based calls it Africa. Africa. I think I do too. But you have meat uh, pies, hot dogs, Africa. ice cream, frozen Coke, beer, cocktails there. Um, frozen Coke. Kind of tucked between China and Germany. Everybody calls it Africa. Um, yeah, I didn't have a rating for this or anything, but there you go. You do have the refreshment outpost there. So I love that place. All the kids have it a lot good. of fun. There's like little water squirters. There's drums. They have frozen Coke and then an alcoholic frozen Coke that I've been told tastes like cream soda. So yeah. it's a good time. I love that place. If I could give it a rating, I'd give it a 10. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I love calm, that area. Calm down. <laughs> they need to take the drums away from that area. Yeah, that stupid dr- those was... drums that the kids can play. It's annoying. Well, that the kids can play with the drums, and then the adults can go get their frozen True. coke with the. I think it's like cream liqueur or something or the like side that. Side of migraines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so, right. I do like. I get the safari amber there every time. I like the safari amber. It's good stuff. Um, okay, so, so moving on. Now we're in China. Thank we had you. to stop by Africa real quick. So China. <laughs> Um, attractions you have a couple i know it's outpost everybody called that <laughs> um you have the house uh, house of the whispering willows uh, it's a gallery featuring featuring all like the imagineers work for shanghai um disney which includes a lot of their original concepts drawings photos artwork things like that so kind of cool if you wanted to see just all the plans for shanghai disney and how they did it um what their views were there and then we also have reflections of china which is a 14-minute film. It's, again, the 360-degree circle vision, uh, similar to O Canada. Uh, it's got the Tang Dynasty poet Li Bai, who narrates the film, um, taking you through ancient and modern China. So that's the attraction there. Uh, food and beverage-wise, you have the Joy of Tea. It's a quick-service food and beverage. You can get egg rolls there. They also have multiple different types of teas and specialty cocktails. Tea ranges from about $5 to $7. Cocktails are about $10. You also have the Lotus Blossom Cafe. It's a quick service food and beverage. There you can get pot stickers, orange chicken, egg rolls, shrimp fried rice. There's your fried rice, Hunter. Uh, and oh, then yeah. ginger ice cream. I've never tried ginger ice cream, but sounds interesting. Uh, it's disgusting. Is it bad? I like ginger and the ginger ice cream there. I had one bite and I literally had to like, bleh. it was so bad. Oh, I right, don't get the so ginger bad. ice cream. Uh, but entree-wise, everything runs around $11. Uh, they also have beer and wine there. And then your table service, you have the Nine Dragons, uh, which is a contemporary Chinese cuisine and theming with traditional lanterns, um, exquisite glasswork, wood carvings, etc. cetera. Uh, they have chicken, beef, shrimp, fried rice, noodles, uh, spring rolls, beer, wine, cocktails, iced chai tea. I'm a big chai tea guy. Smoothies and Regular tea, but twenty to thirty dollars uh, runs an entree there. And then entertainment-wise, you have the Jeweled Dragon Acrobats, which are outside there. The shows are about twenty minutes long. Uh, they're acrobats that tumble, flip, twist, etc. You can also meet Mulan inside China. Um, merchandise: they have a bunch of snacks, clothing, tea sets, etc. In the back there, um, a couple extra things. So this is just again, kind of random fact. But uh, the Temple of Heaven, which is the big temple you see once you walk into China, it has 12 pillars representing the 12 months of the Chinese calendar. Um, and it is only half the size of the actual Temple of Heaven 
located in China. Um, they also have the Tomb Warriors, which is one of my favorite parts of the Chinese pavilion. Uh, you can actually go see like replicas of the Chinese warriors um, that are in China there. And then they also have the beautiful gardens, which are just, again, very quiet, not overly crowded if you want kind of like a calm, peaceful spot. So there's China for you. What do you got, uh, Hunter? Mm, just a just a solid five point middle of the road. Um, I never really spent a lot of time in China. Do you have to get go into the table service to get fried rice, or do they have it at a quick service? I, think I they believe they have it at the quick service. quick service. Don't quote yeah. me on that. Though. They did. Yeah, they uh, did. I don't know something about fried rice from China compared to hibachi fried rice Japanese style. There's there's a difference. So beggars can't be choosers in Disney, right. boy. Yes, Lotus Blossom Cafe does have fried rice. All right, all right. 5.0, middle of the road. Nothing okay. special. All right, Brucey. I'm right there with you, Hunter. I gave it a five. Um, I like the acrobats, and I usually stop at the Joy of Tea, a um, little quick service, um, and get the, I think it's called Kung Fu Punch. It's mm-hmm. um, vodka and triple sec. Sounds it good. Is- really good it'll huh it'll have you on your arse (laughs) (laughs) classic they does their tea have those like boba ball things inside or no i don't think is that just is that like food and wine they do that or something yeah i think that's just food and wine because that's the only time i really enjoy that yeah because i don't remember seeing it for they had a version of it for flower and garden at least okay i don't know about now that there's no festival i haven't really been back to epcot in a hot minute so yeah um, AJ, what do you think of China? Um, 6.5. Don't love it. Don't hate it. I really like the quick service food place, though. That place is really yummy. Um, there's not a lot of drinks there that I like, whether it's, like, I don't like tea. I don't like the boba stuff or anything like that. But the land itself is really pretty. But I don't know. World Showcase just isn't really my vibe, if you guys haven't noticed. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I go All there right. to get my Coke. Uh, slurpy yeah, thing from Africa. That's I, once you turn 21, this will oh, change. When I turn 21, I you're not going to see this. me or hear from me for a few weeks, guys. <laughs> pa- Mark my passing way. out in the lagoon. Pretty much. Y'all need to come visit after I turn oh. 21, but you have to wait. Oh my gosh. Or else I'm going to be the one driving your butts home. Oh geez. Well, it's good to have someone like that. We need. A- <laughs> That's uh, what we I- have the minivans for. <laughs> oh yeah, but you're free. You're free. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> Um, so in China, I had it a 6.6, so, so very similar to AJ. Middle of the road, I had it ranked 7th out of the 11. Um, yeah, for my drink around the world, I get the Tsingtao beer. Uh, yeah, that's, it's good. It's good stuff. Moving on. We're almost there. Two more. Uh, Norway. We are in Norway. Again, attraction, like Hunter was saying earlier, kind of your main attraction in the World Showcase, Frozen Ever After. It's a boat to Arendelle. You get to jam out to your favorite uh, Frozen songs, see all the characters. Um, so that's the big one. You can get a fast pass for it. Um, and then they also have the, I'm going to say the Stave Church Gallery, um, which is kind of, again, like a mini museum. You get to explore Viking lore with uh, their stories, history, and myths all about Vikings. So those are your two attractions. Um, when it comes to food and beverage, you have the famous Akershus Royal Banquet Hall. It's a buffet-styled um, character dining experience. So it includes Snow White, Cinderella, Belle, Princess Aurora, and Ariel. So all those princesses 
in one. Um, with that being said, it's also very expensive because a lot of people, it's just an easy way to meet all of those characters without having to battle a line. So I think that's where a lot of the price comes from for that. Um, if you want to get breakfast there, it's just a typical American breakfast with eggs, bacon, sausage, all that stuff. But for lunch and dinner, it's Norwegian style. So it's a lot of like seafood, cheeses, meats, salads, fruits. Um, you can get chicken, meatballs, veggies, desserts, cocktails, wine, beer. Uh, it runs from about 35 to $59, more towards probably the $59 for adults um, and more towards 35 for kids um, when it comes to eating that for breakfast or dinner, lunch or dinner. Um, they also have the Kringla Bakery Og Cafe. It's a quick service food and beverage place, um, so it's pretty quick. They have pretzels, flatbreads, sandwiches, and a ton of desserts. Um, and they also have beer and Viking coffee, which I'm not a big coffee guy, but it sounded really good. It had like coffee liqueur and Bailey's in it with coffee. Hmm. Good old Viking coffee. Um, entertainment wise, you can meet Anna and Elsa uh, for a meet and greet there. Uh, again, a lot of the merchandise they have. What's the really expensive clothing? Henley and Hanson or whatever. Is it like? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of that stuff. There. Those are cool. I like, Those I like really nice. it's, it's like 200, 300 bucks for a jacket. HH for Hunter Hazen. Oh, yeah. Hunter Hazen. So you can get Hunter Hazen clothing. They yeah. have really um, good, like, it's good. It's good for the money. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's good, like, mountain wear, kind of like outdoorsy like kind of stuff in that in that store. Yeah. Like it. Um, so that's good. They also have a lot of frozen merchandise. And then the classic, I always think when it comes to merchandise, I always think about that big troll they have in the merchandise shop. Everybody takes a picture. That thing is terrifying. It's terrifying. The nose is huge. But anyways, uh, Bruce, what do you rank Norway? Norway? um, Well, I had a roommate who was a ICP for Norway. And um, that was pretty cool. But Norway is is overhyped. I give it a four. Mm. I I hope your roommate's listening to this. I hope he is. He was not a good roommate. <laughs> Boogie, wherever you are. Boogie. Um, Screw you, you Boogie. Um, you were terrible, but anyway. Um, How dare you, Boogie. Yeah. We can so talk about that another day. But yeah, I give it like a five. I'll give it a five. I'll give okay. it a Nothing more, up. nothing less. It's nothing like too much. The Frozen Ride, probably the best thing they have. And it's always like jam-packed. There's always... yeah. Many Anna's and Elsa's running around. They're so cute. Leave them alone. Okay. That's the best thing about it. Other oh, that, I thought done. you were like, ugh. <laughs> no. All CP, I mean, all cast members have kids in their heart. We love them all. Mm. Classic. Um, AJ. Um, I'm going to give Norway. I'm debating. I don't like the Frozen ride. Let's start there. I'm a huge fan of Frozen, but the Frozen ride scares me because their faces are a different color than the rest of their bodies. And if I was a child, I'd be like, what is this? (laughs) And if you look at the... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Sorry. And and if you look at their faces from the side, it looks really weird. Yeah, their eyes are like super wide. Like Like something from a horror movie. Like That's probably the ride I would not want to get stuck in overnight. It's scary. Yeah. But I love that movie. I literally saw it seven times in theaters. So I'm going to give it a four, actually, because now I'm upset. <laughs> oh, dang. All right, harsh. Yeah, like there's no, other than the Frozen Red, there's no reason I go there. 
Okay. Like at all. <laughs> Interesting. All right, Hunter. Uh, I gave it a 7.7. Uh, I did like the old ride with the trolls and all that. Maelstrom. Maelstrom. That's the one. Yeah. I like that a little bit more than Frozen. I liked Maelstrom. Frozen's still pretty cool. It's got the good modern audio animatronics, um, especially, um, what's the little snowman's name? Marshmallow Olaf. or Olaf. Marshmallow. No. Marshmallow is the big one. Olaf. Oh, yeah. How at the beginning of the ride, he like follows you, which was kind of a big achievement for, for like engineering those animatronics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I appreciate that. And then whatever that bakery is called, I, I frequent that place uh to get some sweets every now and then it's good i like how the grass grows on the roof of the restaurant yeah. area it's yeah pretty, it's pretty cool actually good call there yeah that was so, cool yeah all right i did have this originally i had it ranked dead last at 5.4 um for my rating but i'm gonna move it up the more i kind of think about, it, i do like the frozen i think the frozen ride does amp it up again it is overhyped and the line is always super long but I do like the attraction overall. Um, otherwise, again, when it comes to like eating and drinking in Norway, there's nothing I get excited about. I did hear Akershus. Um, I think we had Melinda. She was a, a guest host with us on one of our first couple of episodes, and she loves Akershus, but she's big into princesses. So she she's one of the few that actually said that she enjoyed it, I feel. But um, the food I always hear is like nothing special. But again, you're paying for the experience. Um, so overall, I'll, I'll give it a 6.4. I'll put it in fourth place. Actually, that'll be fifth place um, in my countries. Um, my drink of choice in Norway is the Einstock White Ale. So get that. Good beer. Um, other than that, that's all I got to say. Cool. All right. So last but not least, we're moving into Mexico. Again, most people are here in Mexico. <laughs> Oh, hey. real quick on the Frozen ride. I actually think the queue line is cooler than the, ride. the actual attraction, but oh, it's, yeah. it's so long. It sucks waiting there. But the big summer blowout guy, I love that. Okay. Like the yeah. The queue is a hundred percent. You're the guy who holds up the queue, just standing I there know, listening to every sure. line. Oh, okay. Uh, You're probably that guy in Peter Pan's. Party of two. Like, Come on up here. Yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh queue line where I'm playing with the honey. Oh. Yes. You're so your hands all over the snot oh, yeah. wall. I'm that guy. You know how I'm many kids guy. lick that wall in a day? A lot. Do you know how many times I've shaken your hand after that? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I don't think any times. I don't think I've ever shaken your hand. You never really came to see me at It wasn't a lie. No, I didn't. Anyways, <laughs> we're in Mexico. Um, so attraction-wise, you have the Grand Fiesta Tour uh, starring the Three Caballeros. Uh, you can find Donald, or Donald. You can find Donald who Donald. disappears in Mexico. It's a boat ride. You see all the sights around Mexico on the Rio Grande River. Um, you also have the Mexico Folk Art Gallery, which celebrates Dia de Muertos. Um, it's heavily inspired by the movie Coco, uh, and it's just art by multiple Mexican artists. Again, celebrating Dia de Muertos or the Day of the Dead. Um, Food and beverage-wise, you have Choza de Margarita. It's a quick-service food and beverage. It's 
uh, frozen or handcrafted margaritas, beer. They also have street corn, guacamole, empanadas, grilled pork and chicken tortillas. Uh, you can go to La Cantina de San Angel. Um, it's nachos, tacos, empanadas, ensaladas, 12 to $13 usually for an entree there. Um, again, it's quick service. Uh, you can also get margaritas, sangria, beer. It's about 10 to $15 for those. Um, Corey's Big Table Service Restaurant, La Cava de Tequila. Uh, Technically, you get a check, so it's table no, service. He kept saying salsa, queso, guac. <laughs> but you get uh, a check. It's table service. So shout out to you, Corey. I haven't talked to you in like a month either, but Cava del Tequila, uh, it's, it is a lounge. Uh, it's got over 200 tequilas. Uh, it's beer, wine, cocktails as well. You can get guacamole, queso, salsa with chips. Um, and then it's about 14 to $18 for margaritas and cocktails. So it is definitely more expensive for a drink there, but I think overall the quality and the amount of liquor in it, you're, it's good for the price. Uh, you can also get tequila flights there as well. Um, and if you go on your birthday, you get a free shot. Do you really? Yeah. At least for your 21st birthday. Okay. Go for your birthday, free shots. Uh, you also get La Hacienda de San Angel. It's a table service. It's on the waterfront, so it's right on the lagoon there. Um, it's themed with colorful lamps and star lanterns. Uh, they have fresh-made salsa and corn, corn tortillas that they make every day in-house. Uh, they also have a tequila ambassador for um, that walks around and will actually give you suggestions and answer any questions you have about tequila. Uh, you also have a prime view of illumination since you're right there in the water. Entrees run about $25 to $40. Again, it's just your typical Mexican cuisine that you would think. Um, you also have San Angel Inn. It's a table service inside the big pyramid there. It's modeled after a 17th century hacienda at the base of Mayan ruins. Um, it's a very more romantic setting. It's got dim lighting. It feels like it's nighttime in there. 20 to $35 for an entree. Again, typical Mexican cuisine. Uh, as far as entertainment goes, you have a Donald meet and greet outside. He's got the sombrero on. He's got the, um, everything like that. So very, it's themed very cool. And they also have the Music of Mexico, which is a mariachi band. Love listening to them when you have a margarita in hand. Uh, and then for merchandise, uh, you can go inside that pyramid there. And they also, uh, they have like a Mexican market where you can get like clothing, a lot of Dia de Muertos merchandise, souvenirs. They have sombreros, tequila that you can buy, bottles of tequila. Um, other than that, don't climb that stinking pyramid, people. Do it. It's been done and it's not a pretty sight for whoever. Do it, you won't, so. no balls. Oh. oh uh, Official right. challenge from AJ. <laughs> AJ, what do you like about Mexico? What do you not like? Give me your rating. My rating is, Jermo, please, 10 out of 10. Oh, I wow. love Mexico. Wow. Well, like, here's the deal. So when uh, I was growing up, like, one of my most prominent memories, and you guys all know that I have a terrible memory from my past recollection of your favorite rides that are no, no longer here. Anyways, one of my only memories from past Disney experiences has been eating inside the big old pyramid and, like, looking out over the volcano, and I thought it was just, like, the coolest thing ever. So I really love, I still love the Three Caballeros ride and 
the margaritas I've heard are really good and I can't wait for that to be my first spot when I drink around the world when I turn 21 and it's just such a fun place to start out at like there's always this really high energy it's so it's so immersive especially once you go into the marketplace and I love it so much so much you gave it a 10 and you can't even drink yet that's just crazy so just think about when I can drink it's gonna be like a 15 out of 10 telling you all right 10 so that's wow it's hard to get a perfect rating but there you go. Especially 100. from me. I haven't given anything yeah, over true. like a seven. You've been really down on the World Showcase. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Viva la Mexico. Hey. Viva Mexico. All right, I am giving Mexico an 8.5. I think it is pretty solid. I'm pretty sure that's like my number two rating. Yeah, behind France. So I think, it, I think it's a solid country. I think if you don't, like if it's your first time, and you really don't know any better and you don't walk into the pyramid. I'm sure some people miss out on a lot of what it actually is. But um, once you're inside, it's pretty immersive. I like the theming. Um, Three Caballeros needs to be um, Coco, but I can see why they're scared to change it because there's absolutely no room for a queue line in there. And if they add a ride that's any good at all, it's just going to, turn that whole area into a giant line but uh la cava de tequila is pretty cool i haven't eaten at the restaurant inside by the volcano but that looks pretty sweet too but other than that yeah pretty solid i spent some time in there out of the heat love it uh yeah i have it ranked second uh right behind the uk at an 8.6 uh i do love the theming the just the, the overall like smell when you walk in that pyramid it's just i don't know what the smell it's like the I don't know. I don't know what it is. Muerte. Dia de muertos. Dead smell. A lot of the day of the dead smell. It's probably just the the, the water inside the ride. Maybe just maybe just. I just love the bromine that they use instead of chlorine. Yeah, I love the theming. Uh, I'm different. A lot of people are probably going to frown upon this with me, but when it comes to my drink of choice, when I'm drinking around the world, I actually just get one of those like frozen lime margaritas at the quick service. I'm not big in like. I enjoy the handcrafted margaritas, but they're just too expensive. I, I'm cheap. I'm Dutch. So I go lime margarita. It runs about 10 bucks. Still does the job. And on a hot day, the frozen ones just taste better to me. So other than that, I definitely rank it pretty high, I will say. Um, other than that, so we kind of hit. So a couple other fun things around the World Showcase that you might not think about. They do have KidCot fun stops uh, at each and every country for kids. Uh, if you want to do like arts and crafts at every country, a lot of times the parents, if you want to get a drink and just kind of relax, kind of nice throw the kids at the old KidCot and you can enjoy. Again, they do a lot of arts and crafts that they get to keep um, as souvenirs for the end of your trip. Uh, again, a... Another food and beverage option is the refreshment port, which is over by Canada. They have poutine, ice cream, and floats. They also do Bloody Marys. Uh, it's one of the few places that do Bloody Marys. Um, they also My mom got the Bloody Marys from there, and it had a shrimp that was literally the size of a softball. Okay, like, I was curious. Huge. I wrote down that like have five times. They have pimento stuffed olives, cherry tomato, celery, a jumbo shrimp. There you go. Yeah, it's huge. So you're getting a lot of food with it too. And smokehouse jerky with it. So they stuff all that in there with it. It's $14.25. So it's definitely an expensive drink. But I think with all the food and stuff, at least you're getting like snacks with it too. So that's good to know. <laughs> Did she like it? 
she loved it. She every time she went to Epcot, she got it once or twice. Oh, all right, there you go. Um, entertainment wise, you can actually meet Daisy at the World Showcase Plaza, which if you're walking from the front of the park, it's kind of the entrance to World Showcase where Mexico's on your left, Canada's to your right. Uh, World Showcase Plaza, uh, they have Daisy meet and greet. They also have plenty of merchandise. Oh, wait, are those still there? Yeah. Those two, mm, maybe. two merchandise shops. Yeah, there's the like right a little there. pop-up shop right there, I think. Yeah. So Next you can to the Geoffrey's. There. Is that still there? Yes. Um, and then, of course, illuminations at night. All the World Showcase kind of surrounds the lagoon, and they shoot off. Illuminations is soon to be done, um, and they're going to have the new nighttime show there, though, in the lagoon. So that's a plus for the World Showcase as well. Um, with that being said, all right. Cool. So I do have some comments uh, from some of our listeners. Thank you all for chiming in. I couldn't get all of you on here, but here are some things. So Luke said, food and wine, this is a good tip. Food and wine food counts as snacks on the dining plan. I did not know that. But he also said, but it's a long <laughs> Mickey walk with the crowds <laughs> to get the snacks. So he said you have to wait in lines long. For so, oh. that was good uh, Renee said she loves the Japanese store um, she also loves the bakery in France and all of England shout out to you Renee I'm with you with England um, Eliza said Germany and all the caramel or caramel however you say it um, her least favorite is Canada she does not like the Canadian pavilion I don't think oh, Bruce was the only one that liked Canada because he's drunk by then so <laughs> Uh, Alina, Alina, who was a mighty duck. What's up, Alina? Shout out to you. Wow. Uh, she said, there's no Russian pavilion, so she's not happy. Oh. Yeah, she really wants to. I, she's definitely Russian. What, they can put, what is it, the Kremlin? That looked pretty good theming-wise. Where was where was Chernobyl? Was that? Oh, in, you want Chernobyl in the World Showcase? Was that, was that in Russia? Nah. Or was that like just, uh, that was like outside of it. I forget. I'm was, watching the show right now and I can't remember. It was somewhere in that vicinity. I can see them having the Chernobyl nuclear power plant. It's Ukraine. It was in oh Ukraine. Oh, okay. Dang it. That would have been cool to have that. Anyways, Abby said she loves the pub <laughs> in the UK. Shout out to you, Abby. That's my girl. And then Africa, um, AKA the outpost needs more Lion King merchandise and stuff like I that guarantee you that there's going to be a full lot of it there already has yeah. been an animal kingdom animal it doesn't make sense loaded with it now yeah but even animal kingdom didn't have much before this movie coming out they came um, up with a whole new photo spot like they built like a not a mural but this huge like statue of lion king where like him and oh, really? puma are walking across the waterfall mm. it's like a huge it's a it's a thing <laughs> uh, vincent uh my boy vincent just said beer <laughs> my boy uh laura king uh she was a festival of the lion king with me she said american adventure is her favorite she's bummed that she couldn't join because she used to work world showcase sorry laura we'll get you on the show i promise and then alex uh last but not least alex said the jeritos from mexico and the fish and chips from england so boom very nice shout out to all you listeners that replied back on that so thank you sorry i couldn't get all of you um with that being said, World Showcase as a land compared to all other lands in the parks. Um, what do you got, Bruce? I give it a, a seven. Oh, wow. 
Okay, 7.0. I'm impressed. Reasonable. It's reasonable. Um, keep in mind, Tomorrowland as a whole, uh, with the other podcasters as well that weren't able to make the show, they also rate it. We ranked Tomorrowland at a 6.2. Oh. Really? Even with my 10 out of 10? Even with a 10. We had some. Well deserving. I had a 5.2. Corey had a 4. Mitch had a 5. For any of you who haven't AJ been paying ranked attention. 10 out of 10, like a dumbo. If you have been paying attention, you know that I love Tomorrowland. You know it. Like, it I live there. Yeah, we know. We I spend know. like 90% of my time there, the other 10% at the ice cream parlor. Well, I gave the World Showcase a 6.9. That's okay. that's that is Pretty my cool. legit average nice. of all of my country ratings. <laughs> I wouldn't. Nice. I was yeah. really calculated. So a little bit higher than Tomorrowland. Just a wee bit. Okay. A lot of walking. Cool. So Hunter six point nine. Bruce seven. AJ, what do you got for World Showcase? During food and wine, I'd give it a ten, but because it's not food and wine, because we're doing normal, I'm gonna give it a four. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I would go during food and wine. I would go to Mexico just to get that tostada, like literally every day before work. But then, when there's no festival going on, like even Flower Garden, like there's no appeal for me to go. Like I'll only go if I have reservations. I don't know. I just it's not a huge. I don't know. I'm gonna round this off. I'm gonna round this off, and actually, I'm the complete op. This is my favorite land out of all the lands in all the parks. Whoa. 9.2 on my scale. Whoa. I'm big into it. It's the only land I feel that I can go to that I never have a down experience inside the World Showcase. Ever. I just enjoy it. It's good atmosphere. Everybody's having a good time eating and drinking, having a good time. I don't care that there's not many attractions. I'm not like a diehard attractions guy, like thrill ride guy or anything like that. It's just very relaxing. So there you go. 9.2. And AJ, like you said, once the festivals get kicking to, it's even better. Crowded or not, I enjoy it. So 9.2 for me. So average it out. 13. He's doing the math. We need like that meme yeah. where all the math oh, symbols gosh. are going around his head. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hangover. No. Oh, yeah. Ellen. Right. Is overall, a 6.8 on our scale. Thanks to AJ sucking that down with her four rating. Wow. You're welcome. Gosh, 6.8. So there you have it. So it is better than Tomorrowland. But anyways. Just Not in my books. So there you go. Um, so definitely keep your, uh, keep your comments coming. What do you like? What do you not like about the World Showcase? What did you agree or disagree on when it came to our comments about each country in the world showcase. We love to hear it. We love to hear your feedback. Again, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. So please continue to hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and through email. Again, our email is happiestpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is just find us at happiest podcast on earth. You can also find us on Twitter at happiest PC. And of course, uh, when you're listening to us right now, you can listen to us on any really site that has podcasts, but uh, majority just Spotify or Apple podcasts at happiest podcast on earth. Again, please subscribe to us um, again. So you can get the notifications of any new episodes that we came out with. Uh, and again, rate us, let us know how we're doing, what you like about the show. What you don't like, we love to hear your feedback. So we appreciate that. We appreciate all of you guys. Um, and again, check out our Spider-Man review that we just did as well. And yeah, hopefully uh, we can get some of you on the show 
in a future episode. Do you guys have anything else before we kick it off? All right. Nope. Cool. Nope. Well, again, Shout this- out to the Festival of Lion King. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Did you work I, with Laura King? I did work with Laura. Yeah. We should have got her on. We'll get her yeah. on. I worked with her. She was around the same time as Gio and all what? the Brazilian ICPs. Okay. That's right. Maybe for our Lion King review, we're going to have all the Lion King crew. Ha. Anyway. Hey, yeah. All right. So anyways, this is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. Thank you for listening, folks. Have a wonderful night, and we will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Later. Bye.